Recorded live.
Good morning. Good morning. I'm here. Hello. Morning. Okay, hello. Hello. I can't hear you. I'm texting you, but I can't hear you. I guess we'll text this thing out until we can come together. But I'm on the line. Okay, I will stay on the line. Thank you. 
Bishop, can you hear me? Can you hear me? You can hear me? Carla, are you there? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, finally. Oh, my gosh. It's the worst. Uh We was having some technical difficulties. Yes, almost like to frustrate me. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) oh, gosh. Okay, so long as it's cleared up now. Just make me mad. (laughs) Um... All right, all right, here we go. I could hear you just fine, but for whatever reason, you couldn't hear me. No, I I, I thought that may be the problem, so that's why I kept on talking and then yes. texting as well. Well, thank you for your patience. It's, no, no, it's all good. Yeah, it is. It's going to work itself out. How you doing today? I'm doing well. You know what? You caught me off guard a little bit because you yesterday um, we talked yesterday, right? That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So you said our next time will be Wednesday. <laughs> and for some reason, that just threw me off because I was like, um, I was thinking, I'm not thinking Wednesday. But like when you say Wednesday, I'm thinking tomorrow. Like you. So for some reason, I thought Wednesday was not today. You know, and I wondered, I said, did did we say today or did we say Thursday? I wasn't sure, but I said, no. I think Thursday, because I think we took a day off and was coming back Thursday. But that's fine. I'm good. You sure? No matter how it is, I'm fine. I'm good. Okay. (laughs) I thought so. I said, you know what? Why do I feel like maybe we 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 said another day? But I was like I could have sworn I said Wednesday, but um, uh, it's 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 all right. You sure it's you fine. all right? It's probably okay. better today than tomorrow because tomorrow I'm I'm actually flying out on a plane um, to New York. So um, well, look at God. Yeah, so I'm going to Okay, all right. Good, good. Then in that case, I'm glad. He does all things well. Um, All right, so today we're going to talk about, um, you know, your experience in the hotel in detail. I know it's very um, spiritual, but I'm going to make sure when I write it that um, it's very easy for everybody to understand. So, um, you just give it to me the way you get it, and I'll put it into whatever words, you know, need to be, uh, you know, I'll put it in a way where everybody can understand it. And um, sometimes, I don't know if, I, if if you find that or if you see that, I'll ask you the same questions in a different way over and over because it brings back other things to our memories that we forget. So if I sound redundant, I'm not being redundant. I'm just trying to, you know, pull as much as I can out of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, <clears throat> we'll see where we get from um, this chapter. So you want to pray? You want me to pray? Just pray. Great. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being Alpha and Omega. We thank you. 
for being our Abba Father. We thank you for being our everything, our Redeemer, our Savior, our God. You are our everything, and we come together, touching and agreeing, in the name of Jesus and in faith, thanking you for all that you have done, for waking us up this morning, for keeping us in our right minds, for blessing us to be able to have the activity of our limbs, O oh God, and we ask that you continue to bless this call, continue to bless this meeting, O oh God, and we ask that you do what you've already done ahead of time. Just bless the book, O oh God. Bless the readers already, O oh God. Bless the sales already, O oh God. Let us open up doors to other speaking engagements and other um, opportunities where people will know his name to the point where it's made famous in the land for the wisdom and the gift that you've blessed them with, oh God. Bless them to be um, undercover in the marketplace and do exceedingly and abundantly well above all that he, myself, or anyone else who knows about this project could ask or think. We ask that you continue to remain present, oh God, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. All right. So um, I wrote here this chapter deals with living in despair and depression, uh, different things of that nature. But I want to start with the date, the time, the location, where you were coming from and where you were going or what you were doing at the hotel, all of that. Just tell me in in in, in entire detail what was going on uh, when you had that experience at the hotel. Uh, it was prior to my father's death. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the exact same time no more. I'm sure we can put something, but I really don't remember the day and time I went to L.A. It was okay. prior to my father's death, and both of them are sickly. And I had went into my office mm-hmm. um, to do some work. And I looked at my secretary, and I just said, get me out of here. Okay. And uh, you could tell I was overwhelmed. She's been working with me for quite some time. So Mm -hmm. her only question was, where do you want to go? Right. And I said, um... I don't know. Uh, give me, send me to LA. Mhm. Um, and so, um, the next day I was on a flight to LA. Okay. I was on a flight to LA, and uh, got there, and when I uh, Got to the hotel. Um, I just dropped my bags, and the next thing you know, I I fell to the floor. Okay. The moment you walked in the room. Yeah, I I, I walked in. I got to like near the bed, and I dropped my bags off. Just put them down. And then I fell out. Mm. Had you done that at home? No not, no, not like this. 
before I've cried mm-hmm. at moments, but this was like a moment where everything mm. like culminated. It, it was it, it just it, it was the highest level of being overwhelmed. Mm. No, okay. no, no strength to stand, no strength. Uh, it seemed like it just, just everything came out of me. All my strength to, to stand, um, the will to make it. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like there was nothing left in me. Let me ask you a question. Did you feel that you you this experience, do you think if you would have stayed home, you think you would have still had this experience or you think you had to be away from home in order to have this experience? I probably had to, had to get away to have this experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm at a place where I have to face it. There's no work. There's no hospital visits. There's no things we need to go to. There's no no duty. It's just it's a place of confrontation. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. So all you keep keep going. All your strength left you. Yeah, I fell to the floor. Mm-hmm. And I begin to cry very loud, very um, it was loud, it was it was one of those deep cries where you <laughs> you just go in, it was uncontrollable. Mhm. Uh, soul cry. Yeah. Mhm. Were you surprised by how you sounded? No. Okay. No, I really wasn't. Um, I've cried before hard, very hard. But um, it's just I've never cried with such a loss of strength. Mm-hmm. Um, with such a loss of energy and and. I was at a place of fainting. Oh. Like, you know, this is at my, my my point of despair. So, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, it seems like it's all coming out. It's, it's Would like, you... Would you say it was your crossroads? You were either going to live or die? You were going to get up and stay down? Okay. Yeah, it's definitely a crossroads. Okay. All right. Keep going. And so uh, I was crying for some time, and then... Um, after about, I guess, I would say about 10 to 12 minutes of down there crying like that. Oh, wow. Um, 
I attempted to get get up. But hold on one minute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I attempted to get up. Mm-hmm. But couldn't. I just just couldn't. I was sitting out here trying to uh, get up and just get on the bed. Mm-hmm. But I, I just couldn't couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm just continuing to cry. And um, you know, I'm, I'm asking those questions like, why? And, you know, you cry mm-hmm. and talking to yourself and talking, asking God, why? What's going on? Why would you allow this to happen? And mm-hmm. Try to get up again and get, get up. And I didn't have the desire to want to get up. I just felt like I'll just stay down here. Mm. That's the desire for me to rise was no longer there. Mm-hmm. Let me just, um, in our earlier talks, you talked about how uh, you didn't, you know, you refused to bow out to this thing. You refused to die out to this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that that depression, that despair. And then you get to the hotel, you're confronted with it head on. And when you say um, you would have rather stay down there uh, or not get up, um, I want to say stay where? Was it despair? Was it depression? Or was it just a, a place of giving up? It was all that. It was that okay. question that came after me full blown. Mhm. Um, and now it's now it's it's, it's really presented itself today. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, the the despair. You know, all that is all working t- together. Mm. Good God, that's a lot. Yeah, usually when when you, you usually when you go into something this dramatic, it's it's always it always has a combination of things come at you at one time. Mm-hmm. Usually, when we're strong enough to take on one thing, it's when things pancake on you. Yeah, that pancake that that's that. Mhm. Mm-hmm, that's that. Okay. All right, keep going. But then I, I quickly heard a voice. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was the voice of God. Yes. And the voice of God said to me, if you stay down there, you're, you're dying. But if you get up, you live. 
I'll never forget that as long as I live. It was so clear. Lord, have mercy. I was given the ultimate challenge. Basically, God saying everything I need to do is already done. Mm. Now it has to be in you to get up. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Yeah, I came to a cross a crossroads, definitely, but I came to a a place of 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 a life decision. You know, and me just being spiritual, and, you know, knowing knowing God, there comes a time that God doesn't always pick you up. But what He does is He gives you a choice to get up, because everything He needs to do is already done. You just have to get get up and walk in it. You have to have that faith. Strength is already there. You just have to have to go ahead and get up. Perhaps I was more lame in my mind and I and in my heart than I was in my in my legs or my body. Mm-hmm. So. So before you heard uh heard the you know, heard God say, um, if you stay down there you die, if you get up you live did you know that there was um a difference? Did you know that those would be the consequences of either choice? No, I I I, I didn't know that I was at a place um of death. I I didn't know I was at a place of death. I didn't know that if I continue here like this, I will be no more. Um, you know, but scientifically, it's, it's absolutely right. Uh, medically, it is right because now I'm allowing uh, emotionalism, my emotions, mm-hmm. um, Push me to a place where my blood pressure could go up and cause me to have a major heart attack. That's and right. Mhm. Stroke can hit me. It cause mm-hmm. me to die right there on that ground, on that floor. Um, so I had to get myself up from there. Yeah. Uh, so I was I, I was about to cause something to happen to my body. Okay. Yeah, it could have could have taken me out. So your body was getting ready to respond to your agony. Yeah. Okay. And now oh. it's a possible stroke or heart attack. Um. It's a decision to make it a life decision. Mm-hmm. How did you feel when you heard God say, or what was the first thing? How did you feel? What went through your mind when you heard God say, if you stay down there, you die. If you get up, you live. Um, but through, what through my mind is saying, no, that's, that's not what, I don't want to happen here. No, that's not. That's not what what could happen here. I, 
can't allow that to happen. Mm. So, um, I, I, that's one thing when when death came and Post was was showing up. That was my place where I was like, no, that I can't let let it go that far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just care. And so I, I made a decision, and, and from that point on, I realized that that depression, many other things that we face um, in our life, is is not just an emotion, but it is a decision. Yes. Yes. Bishop, I'm a little emotional today. That's all right. That's quite all right. So you might hear me uh, tearing up over here because this is speaking. So bear with me. I'm, I'm, I'm right here with you. Okay. So you're down on this floor. You decide that's not going to happen. Tell me the first thing you did, the first move you made after you made up your mind. What was the first move you made to get up? I just uh, took my hands as though like a push-up position. Mm-hmm. I, I, I began to push myself up, just get up from there. Um I made it from my mind. I, I I can't die now. I can't can't I can't I can't die now. Not no not not now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I refuse to embrace death. Now, death is gonna be a part of this. That's just that's just one place I can't I can't allow that. Ah, you know what sticks out to me is that you had been dealing with so much death, whether it was, uh, you know, natural, you know, even, um, you know, the changes. And then here it comes for you, and it's, you know, the tenacity, the resiliency, the strength to say, but for me and my house, no. Um it would have been very easy, and I want to dare to say maybe justifiable, um, had somebody who, you know, went through what you went through um, had said, okay, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yet when it came to, you know, grab a hold of you, it was uh <laughs> it couldn't get a grip, let me say that. So you you getting up off the floor, were you prostrate on the floor, you face first on the floor? Yeah, I was prostrate. I was I was I was laid out on the floor, just hands like you know, on my face. Mm-hmm. Like on the side of my face. Mm. Clutching my head, clutching my face. Lord have mercy. Mm. It sounds like anguish. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was going through it. Mm-hmm. All right. So you put your hands in a, a push-up position, and you did do. Did you did you find your strength was back? Because you say your strength went out. And then when you put your hands in, you know, a push-up position and get yourself off the floor, did you find that there was strength there? I don't feel all all my strength had came back, but enough for me to get up. I believe that I had enough inner strength uh-huh. to 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 help me most of all. Um, that mm-hmm. that that kicked in, you know. Um, my mind decided to get up and not let this not let this take me out. Your mind plays such a big part. Yes, it does. In, in, in what your body does. Uh huh. So, oh. so um, making up your mind is what gave you the strength to uh, get up, and it was enough. You think oftentimes. Um, or do you think that, and I'm just asking, I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask you, you think that um, <clears throat> people overlook making up your mind? Um, oh, absolutely. I think, I think that they overlook the power of the mind, um, but the mind is also so attacked and overwhelmed um, as well, and if if if, if anything's gonna come for you, it has to get your mind to to kind of get on one accord with with that. Mm. Whether it's whether you're going higher or lower, whatever's gonna happen, it has to attack your your, your thought pattern. So there was a strength that came to my mind. Mm that made my body cooperate with what my mindset was. Okay. Um, Let me write that question down. Hold on a second. All right, so you get um, enough strength. Did you go to the bed? Well, I just got up. I didn't want to sit no more. I had been sitting and laying all the stuff. Okay. <laughs> Once you get up on your feet, let's stand up there for a while. <laughs> get the brakes and everything up underneath you. Mm-hmm. So you get up and then what? You wash your face, you wipe your nose and trying to get, you know, the details. What did you do? I got up. I just like went to the window, went over there and just gazed out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, just begin to calm myself down. Um, just begin to relax myself. Mm-hmm. And I let my heart calm down. My heartbeat was racing. Everything is, you know, mm-hmm. everything in my body is up. So uh, let's just calm down. I just just gazed out the window. 
Oh, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, so, you know, I was able to um, just look out the window and gather myself. Uh, Then after that, I just left the room and off to the mall, Mm -hmm. not to purchase anything, but the mall has always been uh, a place for me to clear my head where I just walk around and looking at different things. How does that happen? Is it the uh, walking? How does that happen, uh, the, the mall being? Because you mentioned the mall quite a few times. And uh, I remember the first time we met, you said, I like mall. So what is it about the mall that uh, outside of, you know, the shopping? What is it that helps you outside of the walking and shot? What is it the interaction? Just tell me. What is it? Well, I, mean, I really, I don't interact with nobody. What it is is that I like looking at things that are futuristic. In other words, I'm not going to get it now, but I'll get it later. Okay. So I just like thinking about, you know, down the line. I just like to in the future and down the line. That keeps me going to know that I got something in store down the line. Wow. So but either way, it's the most first of the thing. I, most of the things I do is it, 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 it's for a reason. It has, it has a method behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, walking is cool for me. And just um, you know, you're seeing other people interact and stuff. I don't, I don't do too much interact, but you see, you're just chilling out, you're by yourself. But most of all, just looking at things and saying, you know what, I'm gonna get that baby next month. Okay, I like that because you set um, up a goal, you set purpose. Uh, even if it's something just as simple as you know what. I got to do this. I got to keep going. I got to keep pushing because I need to reach the goal or, the you yeah. know, fulfill the purpose I've set. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I got something in my mind that I, I want to get. Right. You know, it just helps me to, to on my day-to-day journey, you know, to keep reaching. Mm-hmm. You know, keep living because there's something that that's that's in your future. Everything, I, everything I have, nothing that I have, really is is, is, is something that I just saw today and got today. Mm. Everything, my cars that I drive, um, maybe suits that I wear, you know, clothes, it's all mm. something. My favorite pair of jeans right now is something I just kept on going to the mall and seeing for about two months. 
Okay. And I was just Something so happy on that, on that day that I knew I was going to be able to walk in there and pay this $300. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I couldn't pay it the first time. I said, no, I just, I just don't want to. <laughs> And so, it's not like I didn't have the money. I just didn't want to pull the trigger that day. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So you not only have to plan ahead, but you have to have, I want to say, is it safe to say that you have to have something worth reaching? Um, you know, I go by this thing, if it's not in your mind, it's not in your future. Okay, we're going to put that in the Book. Okay. <laughs> you don't put that in the book. Oh, that's, wow. that's, that's one of my things. If it's not on your mind, it's not in your future. And so I, I always have a future when I have something on my mind. Mm. So um, I, I, I do that. Even in my workout, like people ask me, why do I work out with? lightweight and go to heavyweight. Like I'll mm-hmm. start out bench pressing something like a hundred pounds and then I'll go up to three fifty or a hundred pounds. It's because I've trained my life to get stronger as I go. Mhm. Some people go to weight room and they start off heavy and they work it down to light. Mm-hmm. So that means they get weaker as they go in life. Right. So you're always going up. I'm always going up. Okay. Yeah, right. while, you, while you're coming down, I'm I'm coming up. <laughs> okay. So not only are you always going up, but in the planning in the setting, you know, goals and purpose. It has to be um, something bigger, something greater, something that you're not used to, something outside of the norm. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know if it has to be something out the norm. More than something that just really puts a desire in my heart to, to go after. Okay. So it's got to be some indication of passion somewhere for you to go after it. Yeah, yeah. Something that makes me come after it. Something that that makes me get up even the next day and and, and say, I want to work at getting that. I just come up with a plan, something. I got to get that. Okay. All right. So the feeding, I mentioned here um, in this chapter overview that the feeding, um, in other words, it should be an ongoing process. If not, well, I guess no matter what, it's going to be an ongoing process because if you're not, you know, uh, setting goals and making plans and, you know, living within, you know, uh, or by passion, then you're going to, goals will be set for you. Plans will be made for you. Some, you know, something's going to take place. But using the mind to make sure that you're 
you know, uh, feeding your passion or planning or setting, you know, the goals and the purpose. Is that essential to coming out of a bad time? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Has this type of moment, the type of experience, uh, the type of grip that was coming after you at this hotel, has it? Have you ever perceived that it was trying to return, or do you know? It, okay, it came back. It's still defeated, but it came back. Has there ever been a time? Not quite like that. Once I defeated, once I defeated that, there it kind of made me stronger. Why? Because there's some battles that you fight that when you come through that, it it it, it should develop you. Uh huh. So battles battles are, are are meant to bring about some growth and some development. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I grew stronger from that experience. Okay. Um. All right, so that win, you know, how I think in basketball they say once you hit the first shot, like there's something about, you know, making that first shot that just, you know, fuels you for the rest of the game, so to speak, or fuels you for the next shot, and the next shot fuels you for the next shot. I think I heard that in basketball, but I'm sure you can understand what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Getting that win. Um, increases your confidence, uh, I would say your boldness. Um, would you agree? Well, one, I never wanted to be in that place again. Mm. Uh, that 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 was a scary place. That was a horrific moment in my life that once I got up from that, you know, you just don't, Ever want to see yourself back there? And now I had to, I, I had to make sure that's that's I, I know how to handle when I feel that 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 sadness coming because um it's just not a place I I ever gonna return. <laughs> mhm. You know. You won't let it bring you back there. I, I won't allow it to bring it back there. That, that place was too scary. It was too life-threatening. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that you would, if you let yourself go back there, that you wouldn't be successful this next time? Right. Oh, I titled it the, the lowest place on earth, but would you say it's the scariest place? Yeah, it was a very scary place. Um, how do you know when it's trying to, if you want to say, um, you mentioned the sadness, you don't allow the sadness to take you there. Now, when you're grieving, is it no, important? No, it's there. It's, you know, it's, it's, it always is there, you know, and it's just how, you know, the discipline now or my mindset 
concerning it. Like I'm, I'm now aware that this thing can go all the way to a place of death. I'm aware of it now. And so now the moment that I even feel myself tearing up a little bit, um, I have to put a strategy into play here. So it don't, it don't develop from that cry to that now That's loss of strength, loss of will. You know, you have to catch it. You have to catch it in its beginning because, it, you know, it's not like you just fall out on the floor. You know, it's, it's, mm. you, you have allowed something to build up. So now you have to be careful of that build up. She's got to be consciously active. Yeah, when it comes to this. Okay. So um, you got to, I, I would say that you would have to know yourself. You have to know what triggers there are, um, maybe holidays, birthdays, you know, special occasions. I think we all expect those to be triggers for, you know, people who are grieving. But are there any other triggers, smells, places, well, any, anything? It can actually come out of nowhere. I think mean, wow. we had that discussion before, and we talked a little bit about that. It, it can actually come out of nowhere. And next thing you know, you're crying. Uh-huh. Uh, you went from laughing with your friends, and all of a sudden your friends see you really crying. Like, it, it's here we go. But as soon as that cry starts, because it's all right to cry. Okay. It's all right to express how you feel. That that's, you know, it's just how far you let this go, you know. Uh-huh. Crying is something that, you know, it's just because you, you're having a sorrowful moment. But when you let it go just too far, um, it, it, it gets a little just, um, it can lead to, to a very overwhelming place for you. Okay. Well, hold on one second again. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Don't worry. My wife is, you know, she's she's she got so she got a lot going on today. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we wanna we wanna make sure that if she needs you, you're available. Yeah. So, that's um, right. um, let's um, you, you kind of hit on both chapters that I have here. I'm just looking at everything. Um, let me just ask you. Uh, okay, so we have all that. Okay. You already told me yesterday when to seek professional help. You already told, wow, you really covered some of everything, just your talking. Children, is there a way or are there signs 
that they're suffering from depression due to grief. Because we, you know, we think about the adults sometimes and what we think about the kids going through a depression due to grief. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just keep in communication with my kids. We are very close. Mm-hmm. My kids have never been at anywhere close to a depression. Okay. Um, from my, uh, my parents. Or even watching me, they get a little sad, yeah, you know, uh, because they don't have grandparents. Mm-hmm. Really, neither side, on either side. Mm-hmm. But they're they're pretty good. They're not affected. Okay. Um. All right, and then the mall. So you 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 went to the mall. Walked around and that helped you. Yeah, that helped me. That helped you, okay? Because then you start to plan, pick out, okay? Um, so what happened when you left the mall and went back to your hotel room? Um, left the mall, back to the hotel room, back in the gym clothes, up in the eat. I'm in it downstairs and then off to the gym. Okay. Um, well, you had to have recovered quite a bit of strength. You went walking around the mall, then you went to the gym. Um, I would imagine you eventually went back to your room. When you finally went back to your room for the night, did you did you stay another night or did you leave? Well, I stayed for quite. A, I stayed for about three days. Oh wow! <laughs> I stayed for about three days. Uh, but see, what happens is when you're going through like that, it also can be a driving force for you. You can flip it, you know. And once you get yourself together then it becomes your drive, the thing that drives you. So going to the gym now a lot easier to do for me because that's my, 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 what I'm going through is driving me to perform. Okay. It's, it's what's stimulating me to get to the gym and make the, make things happen. Work out my body and it's the driving force for me to work out that hard what I'm going through. Mm. Okay. If you don't have nothing driving you, then you usually are not superior at what you do. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. something driving you, you know, something that pushes you. Sometimes, okay. your pain, sometimes your pain is the very thing that's giving you power. Mm-hmm. It's the fuel to your fire, the engine to the vehicle, if mm-hmm. you let it be. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you know, and that's how you know I got through this. That's why I'm doing the workout series called "From From Pain to Power," turning your pain into power. Because mm-hmm. when people ask me how did I get this physically strong. It, it 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 was what I was going through that became my driving force. Wow, there's so much behind that one question. 
but you um, have to tell them. Okay. All right. Um, did you feel happy? Did you feel relieved during your stay after, you know, that moment um, on the floor? What, what did you notice you were feeling after you made up your mind? I felt good also because during my stay there, I found out that that was L.A. was my father's place of birth. Oh, wow. <laughs> Get out of here. How did that happen? It just happened that I found out that it was his place of birth. And so I was like, wow, you know, like, I got no chance to come to where he, he was born. And I was happy about that. I, that, gave, that gave me a peace. Yeah. Oh, what a blessing. Which you would have never had known had you stayed down there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. Um is there any um, anything that you would say is a direct indicator that somebody needs to seek professional help? I know you said yesterday you need to go anyway, but if you're one who doesn't go, is there a direct indicator you need to be seeking professional help? What is a direct indicator? Mm-hmm, that someone needs to seek professional help. I think the moment you, you 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 face any horrific loss in your life, you should mm-hmm. you should you should you wait. Okay. I think, I think you should move ahead of time. You know. Oh. So be preventative more yeah. so than reactive. Yes. There you go. Okay. That, that's that's the word I was looking for right there too. Okay. All right. Good. Um. All right. I'm just. I'm telling you, it, it really, it really helps. Um, and it's just, you know, off the record, I just, um, I just, someone came to me for counseling in my church recently, mm-hmm. and I referred them to a professional counselor. This was out of my hands, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give them scripture. I'm uh, going to pray with them, but I felt like they and their husband would need to. And they went to the counseling and just the other day told me that was absolutely incredible. Wow. Thank you. And I, I actually paid for the first session because I really wanted them to go that bad. Well, bless be God. <laughs> well, okay. It, it just does wonders. So you're a man of boundaries. You uh, you have none as far as what you can achieve, but you understand where your boundaries are, what not to take on, what to take on. Um, you know, personally, I told you before, I think every pastor um, needs to realize, unless he is, um, unless he has a bachelor's or master's degree in counseling, Mm-hmm. And you're really not fully equipped mm-hmm. to be counseling anyone. 
beyond giving them scripture, prayer, and some of your experience. Okay. Right. And and that can only help a person to function. We we really kinda gotta re, we gotta release somebody who's taking midterms and finals in college. Yeah. Who 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 has studied this and this is their profession. Um and it's their profession because they are equipped to do it. They are right. educated and tested and proven. You know, we have to mm-hmm. kind of learn to pull back do our part and then give them over to someone else. You know? Yeah. I think that's just me. I don't like to see giving people mouth cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, without, I mean, at least be certified. Go through a certification. Something. Something. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Um, Bishop, would you say you know yourself quite well? Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. Um, how do you get to know your own self? I spend a lot of time with me. By yourself? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. I spend a lot of time with Jesse. Okay. Um, and... I mean, I know myself because of the many years, and I've I've always learned to point a mirror in my direction. I'm I'm a good self-evaluator of myself. Mm. So you honest. It, and, and I do it quite often. Very important. Um, very, very, very key. So you're very honest, very open. Um, you do your own self-checkup, so to speak. And you spend a lot of time with yourself. Um, so is it important to address those thoughts we shouldn't be thinking that come into our mind and address or look at or deal with whatever we may be, you know, feeling on the inside, Um is that part of getting to know yourself? Is that part of time with yourself, by yourself? I mean, you know, anytime you you are um, considering or evaluating yourself, you have to sit and really be honest and speak to your own dysfunctions. <laughs> And then okay. them and know them. You know, mm-hmm. everybody everybody has some type of dysfunction, and what you 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 never conquer what you refuse to confront. Mm, okay. All right. You, you have to confront those things. You know. Mhm. I just know them. You got to confront them. Know them, and you got to deal with them. And apply some good teaching um, to to where it is that you you're having issues in your life. Okay, if you confront them, is it easier to trace where they came from? Yeah, I mean, 
that, that, that sometimes takes some investigation, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, knowing where it came from, but I think what's more important is knowing that it you you have to handle it. And 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 either get to some counseling or get to um, looking at some things online or something to find out okay. how do we conquer? How do we conquer it? Get, get to the method of conquering it. Okay. Just in case you don't find out where it came from, doesn't mean it should continue to go on. All right now, Bishop. Okay. All right. Um. I want to. I don't want to keep you. Um, we have two more chapters to discuss briefly. You've already touched on them, and um, you know, we'll, we'll we can set a time to um, you know, do that. So, um, you know, I want to respectfully let you go. And um, is there anything else you want to say or add to before we get off the line? Uh, I'm pretty good. I think that's okay. All right, so we'll we'll stop there. Go ahead, enjoy your day. Thank you for carving out the time, even though you know the schedule was different. I appreciate it, and um, I'm going to text you, and we'll figure out the next day. Okay. Okay. okay? I'll probably right, be available uh, Friday morning sometime. Okay, good. That you know that works to me. I do want to say you are a gem to the kingdom, and. Um, I can't even begin to tell you how every time we get on the phone, I feel like you speaking right into my life, even though you're talking about you. It's effective. That's what I want to say. It's very effective. I hope that this book is also speaking to the lives of people that I can maybe even never, never meet. I hope that oh, you know, oh, yeah. just speak right into their lives and, you know, be a blessing. Yeah. Yes, you're going to get letters. I'm just going to speak. You're going to get letters. But you know, I know you know already it wasn't in vain, but it's just good to see the, the works of being effective. So you're going to get letters, and people are going to see you in the street and start crying, and you're going to be looking around like, what is wrong with them? And oh, they're just going to tell you how grateful they are to have come across your book. So we, all of that, all of that, I, I believe God for so go ahead on, enjoy your day, and I, I'll talk to you uh, to set up for Friday. Okay, thanks so much. Talk to you. All right, very well. Okay. Bye bye.